0: Your host, Beth Ann.
3: And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to have a Friday full of fun and information, I do believe. And I've got two different guests coming on. And I've, you know me, I've got my own stuff, I've got to tell you, got to say. So let's, uh, let's start out first. <laughs> let's let the Lord lead. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, Oh, most gracious Heavenly Father, We come before you. We have many petitions, Father, that we always ask, our big old shopping lists of things we want. And yet I know, as I said yesterday, that you have already provided us all that we need. But we are still living in a world that is corrupt and full of sin. We ourselves are still full of sin. Father, may we be a repentant people that will come to you. I ask for your protection over all those who are trying to do your will, trying to do what is good, and I ask for your guidance and for godly leaders, Father. Place people in the path of those who are lost. Place godly counselors in the path of those who are leading May hearts be changed and brought to you. I pray for President Donald J. Trump. I pray for all of those who are making a pledge to run for president. The the number is increasing. But, Father, I pray for the people. For we are truly the ones who are supposed to be leading this government system. And it is supposed to be under you. But evil has taken it. But I know you are still in charge. Nothing shocks you off your throne. And you are just waiting for your children to come home. Bless today's show. Bless my guest, Daniel Turner, and my guest, Stacy Cromer. Bless the things that I say and do, Father. May, May they be glorifying to you. And encouraging to those who are listening. For such a time as this I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. It seems that I say the same things over and over again. I was telling Rudy that earlier this week. <laughs> I've told my son that, one of my sons that. I said, My substacks, I feel like I'm writing the same things, making doing the same quotes and this and that and and so the the substack I put up earlier this week was Three points in a poem. I hope that you're encouraged by those, and I hope you're not discouraged. or are rolling your eyes around. Come on, Beth, you said that last year. Yesterday, it was the same thing you said yesterday or last week. But it seems like the same problems are still here. So the same scriptures are always going to be appropriate, and the same quotes from the Founding Fathers are always going to be appropriate, or the same quotes from the Declaration of Independence and others' things are just, they're still appropriate. And I think... They used to say, you have to hear something three times before you get it. I want to read to you Ephesians 6, 1 through 11. Put on the full armor of God so that you can make your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this world's darkness and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, take up the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground, and having done everything, to stand. I think that's what we have failed to do. I know it's what Beth has failed to do, to keep that full armor of God on, so that when trouble comes, we are ready to face it. Somehow we seem surprised. Oh my gosh, are they saying that? How can they say that? And then Ecclesiastes, a time to love and a time to hate. A time of, for war and a time for peace. There is a war going on in America and against Americans. A culture war? Yes, it's a culture war, but it's much more than that. It's evil versus good. It is a spiritual war. Evil is still and always will be warring against God's creation against all that is good and all that is just and all that is pure. There is a war against God's creation. The Democrats seem to have gone insane, but I'm beginning to believe they've always been insane. Evil, corrupt, and they are not alone for many of the Republicans are, no better. In fact, perhaps worse in many ways, they actually pretend to be something they are not. I saw a meme recently which read something like this. God created two genders, male and female. The Democrats created or invented or made up all the rest. And, of course, what Democrats say is true. And what your faith is must be false. They do think quite highly of themselves, don't they? I heard long ago, first they request tolerance, and then... They demand or force acceptance. There is a war on women being led by the party who claims to advocate for women. They party the party who, in the past, supported slavery, the using a female slave to increase their fold. They banned all blacks from owning, owning guns at one time, from being educated. If you were caught teaching a, a slave or a black person to read, you were in trouble. And now they preach to us about racial prejudice and racism. Well, they are still the racist. They are still trying to keep our black Americans from being well-educated. No school choice. Burgess, Mer- uh, Burgess Owens said this, 0% proficiency for predominantly black students in 22 Maryland public schools. Success for the progressive left who view human misery as a political strategy. Our children pay the price. There is a war against our children as well. Does that sound like the Democrats who care about educating our black inner-city children? No, it does not. Democrats are the party that want to ban all of us from having guns now in the pretense of safety. They are still using women. They are still trying to control the population of the blacks through abortion Young women are free, but they're not free. They're in human trafficking in America, and that is so sad. And the Democrat Party is promoting it. And the Republicans, well, they remain silent for the most part. The media is corrupt and works for the two-party system, the corrupt oligarchy we now find ourselves under. What is preventing the Republicans, or we the people, From holding town halls around America. Every state capital, every large and small city and town, every single county. Americans should go around the corrupt media. We need to do this. I know they've held town halls before, but that was mostly so they could put them on TV for media purposes. Let's reduce the media to meaningless. We can, America. They are the enemy, and it's time we stopped giving them any credence. America needs to circle the wagons and take our country back and stand up for God. Our government system has grown beyond measure. Seriously, we cannot count all the government workers. And oh, how they look down on us, we the people. They are special characters indeed, aren't they? None received our vote. Their deeds do not receive our consent. But deep inside... Their dark and sinister hearts. They know we, the people, have the power to remove them. The coordinated corruption makes it more difficult, but we can remove them if we stand together. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have our celebrity, Daniel Turner, on. And he's got lots to talk about, and he'll be back on next Tuesday. And I hope we can continue, because I know we won't get it all covered up in this, uh, or covered in this uh, segment. Daniel, how are you doing?
1: Oh, Beth Ann, thanks for having me on. Happy Friday to you and your great listeners.
3: <laughs> well, it was just great to watch you on one of the Fox morning shows the other day. I watched part of it and uh it's it's like I'm your mother. I'm so proud of you. I'm just so proud of everything you do and and uh and it takes guts, and you've got it well thank uh, you and uh, uh, it was, I appreciate it was great
1: it. to be able to testify before the the House committee and hopefully you know raise the concerns that i we talk about all the time on your show. It just makes you realize members of Congress aren't listening to folks like us, they're just listening to each other and they're listening to their lobbyists and they're listening to they're fundraisers, but, mm. but we, I raise points that I do on your show all the time that your listeners are concerned about and got met with a bunch of, of, of blank stares and hostile responses <laughs> because they don't live in our world, sadly.
3: They don't want to live in our world. No. They don't like our world. They look down on us. Uh, but I uh, – Tell us about the experience, and then we can get in-depth in it on Tuesday. But tell us about the experience.
1: Well, the hearing was about how all of these green subsidies that the Biden administration is pushing, uh, $7,500 if you buy an EV, uh, 10% off or 30% off, excuse me, if you install solar panels, how all of them really are just about uh, funding uh, funding communist China. They get all the tax benefits. They get all the subsidies and incentives. Um, and the taxpayers are footing the bill and how rural Americans seem to get ignored. And that's what I was talking about was rural Americans um, and what they're going through, energy jobs. The question I kept asking, the and they wouldn't even give me the courtesy of trying to respond, It. they would just go back to their scripted notes. The question I kept asking over and over again is very simple. We are using more coal, just for one example, more coal than we ever have. And every prediction says we're going to use more coal every year for the foreseeable future. Worldwide, coal consumption is increasing every year. So why can that coal not come from America? Right? Why are we actively shutting down coal mines and and okay with coal being mined by child and slave labor, coal being mined with terrible environmental standards and practices, why is it better for a nine-year-old girl in China to mine coal than it is for a union man in West Virginia who has uh, a paid vacation leave and, and health and care to mine coal? Exactly, and and no one and no one would answer that question. They just look at you and they say, "Look, we need to move to a clean economy. We need to move to clean energy, and I support the Biden administration's effort to move towards clean energy." And and you want to just grab them by the lapels on their suit and say, no, 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 stop with this nonsense. Answer me an honest question. Take your eyes off of the scripts you have in front of you, words that some staffer wrote that you don't even know. You're just reading them. And answer (laughs) me an honest question. And Bethann, the, the most frustrating thing was that they are genuinely incapable of doing it. They walk into the room a minute before it's their turn. They look at their notes. They get all this anger and indignation and wag their fingers. And my friends on the other side want to see Americans suffering. And it's all just theatrics. And then as soon as they yield their time and you have the chance to reply, the cameras are off them and they get up and they walk out of the room and you're talking to an empty chair. And and. Uh, at what point I, I wonder? Do I do I say to the camera? I'm sorry. Is there a reason why the congressman left? I mean, maybe that's breaking protocol. Maybe I went, you know, that that whole what is it, the fourth wall or the whatever that expression is from TV. Maybe I went too uh, far. I know I did with with Congressman Pascrell from New Jersey. We had a very nasty exchange. Um, uh, but but at what point is 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 this? It's offensive. It's offensive, not to me as a as a witness. It's offensive to the American people. These are really serious, big questions that need to be answered, and and yet none of them have any desire to have a, quote-unquote, conversation like Kamala Harris says. We should have a conversation about that. No one wants to have a conversation. They want the theater and the camera, and they want to get back to whatever they have to do, which is more important.
3: Yeah, you're right about the scripts. Uh, even those who go around and lobby for such things. I, I, when I was still working for my boss, Derry Brownfield, years ago, uh, they had some, um, pita girls in town and they were doing something down at the state capitol. Well, they were supposedly wearing lettuce leaves. Well, you have to, <laughs> you have to know my old boss. <laughs> so he wanted to get them in the office. He wanted to, he wanted to put them on, on the air. So they came in there unbeknownst to him. It was just a bathing suit that looked like lettuce leaves. It wasn't really lettuce leaves. And, but they had a script. So he would ask them a question, but they'd go to the script, which wouldn't answer the question with something else altogether. Like you're explaining, yeah. it just, just jargon, you know, had, had no basis, uh, for reality or common sense or anything. It was just jargon and yeah. uh they were just there My heated to-
1: exchange with congressman um um Pascale from jersey now congressman pasquale is 86 he has been <laughs> uh in congress since 1981 he was elected when reagan was elected um wow so he he, he knows you know he has some time on the hill right um and he <laughs> was the third person to point at me and and how dare you and i don't like the things you say on social media and and normally, you, the witnesses just sit there and they take it. Well, I, I, uh, you know, uh, I'm from Queens. I may be a country boy now, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so from.
3: Queens. You got the best so combination the- of both worlds there, Daniel.
1: <laughs> exactly, and and I, the video is online. It's on my Twitter feed. If you want to see it, and I asked the chairman for a chance to reply, and I did. And and one congresswoman from California kept interrupting me. She didn't want to hear what I had to say because I had the gall to mention punishing native american miners uh uh, indigenous mining communities by closing their mine and democrats can't have you take that talking point right they're the only one who care about natives and minorities so she kept interrupting she kept interrupting and finally the chairman told her she was out of order it was my time on the floor i was allowed to respond and then when it was the congresswoman's time did she ask me any of those questions nope (laughs)
3: wasn't on yeah, her you
1: have the, she, <laughs> so the whole thing was theatrics. When it was her chance to really talk to me, she didn't want to talk to me. She wanted to read her script, and as soon as she was done, she got out and left. And I almost wanted to say, ma'am, where are you going? You've been yelling at me with, with, with no point of order, breaking parliamentary procedure. You've been yelling at me for a minute now. Well, you now know, it is your time. Do you want to talk? Oh, they don't want to talk. It's all something... just theatrics.
3: That is something the American people need to see, is them say their script and get up and walk out. That doesn't show any of us that they care about what is being discussed in any hearing. No. And And, they'll come in at the last minute, like you said, they'll do their their little script and then they leave. You know, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Americans need to see that.
1: They do, and, and I think a while ago on your show, I, I told your wonderful audience that they should this summer be asking for town halls. They should be telling their members of Congress that they want to see them. And I think it's more necessary than ever because, as I saw with my few hostile exchanges, they are unprepared to to have a real conversation with Americans. They don't know the facts. They don't know the numbers. Um, they they have these silly talking points. Um. um congresswoman uh, a congressman from from Oregon, um, um I can't think of his name right now uh He talked about how you know in the last year gas prices have come down forty percent thanks to this president and you want to say to him, Congressman, do you think we're that stupid? like they are still a dollar seventy a gallon higher than they were when Biden took office. Do you really think the American people are that stupid? That they're falling for your line. Gas prices have gone down 40 percent, thanks to this president, when they're still up 40 percent from when he took office. They That's think... the type of just rhetoric that is so insulting, and they need to respond to real people on
3: these points. Yeah, Just like Budweiser, they think we're stupid. They think we can't figure this out, but I want you to know you and I are geniuses together. Well, even apart, you're a genius, but, anyway, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, in my monologue, well, I was just saying we need to bypass the media. They're all lying to us anyway, and we need to start holding town halls in every state capital, in every large, small city, in every county across this United States of America. And, yes, you know, that scares, that scares Republicans and Democrats to death because they're going to have to come down here and meet with us you know the people that aren't wearing designer jeans and and uh, don't get their hair done every every week or their makeup done and, and uh, wear expensive things you know we're we're just we're the ones paying their bills and i think it's time they realized realized who we are we exactly. need to talk about that because well we set. need to do something that's why to get we need that you, done. Beth
1: Ann, thank you.
3: Oh, God bless you. Thank you, Daniel. Have a great weekend. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, we will be right back. Return to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I promised you we'd have a couple of guests today. We have our second guest uh, for the show, and it is Stacy Cromer with the Vitae Foundation. It's been a long time since Stacy's been with us, and we we still uh, uh, support uh, Vitae as best we can, and and uh, they're doing a great job. Stacy, how are you doing today?
2: I am well, and yes, I'm sorry it's been so long.
3: It has. It's been too
2: long. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs>
3: You have stayed awful busy though, and I stay busy myself. And uh, you know, we uh, we love life, we love babies, and I just received my sixteenth grandchild. A little oh my girl. goodness! It was yeah, in the yeah, first part of April.
2: more than I do, Beth That's a lot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I I have to confess too. Now I now have five great grandchildren. Oh, I have two married grandchildren, grandchildren who have. Started their own family, so I have five great grandchildren i don 't like to admit that you know I still color my hair and still try to hide my wrinkles and all that but I, I, yeah. I am so proud of those babies i 'll tell you what <laughs> babies are beautiful they, they are beautiful.
2: and that's and that 's why v j does what it does uh what we do and um, one of the things that we 've been we 've always focused on and that has become exactly what we're intended to do in this time of um, though Roe v. Wade has been oh overturned, i still find it to be, um, uh, our work is not done. by No, it's
3: women. absolutely not done.
2: Right. I know that. And what we need to do is to reach women, uh, sometimes even before they are pregnant, so that we can start changing the culture to really embrace life.
3: You know, uh, like you said, the war is not over. This this job is not over to save lives. And, and I'm sure that you know, and it's it's maybe out of your realm, but you know that what it leads to. But the United States is now number one. It just breaks my heart when I have to say it out loud. Number one in human trafficking. What does that mean for the young girls and the young women? And here oh we God. have Joe Biden. This is from Life News. Joe Biden will launch National Abortion Hotline to promote killing babies and abortions. I, yeah. It's just unreal to me how much it means to certain ones to kill these babies. It, I just I, I can't even wrap my head around it.
2: And for for people who so desperately want to
3: have children
2: and cannot mm-hmm. or are unable to adopt, and yet you know babies are just a throwaway society to some yeah. people, um, and the human trafficking that is it is horrendous. Um, I travel to Dallas uh, quite a bit uh, mm-hmm. because we have events there. We have donors there. So um, I go, you know, stop at different places and you go into the ladies room and there are stickers throughout the bathroom saying, you know, have you been taken against your will? Call this number. And it's it's just so terrible. And and Dallas, Texas, is, has a really big problem with human yes. trafficking there. Yes,
3: and and you know our Congress knows about it. They're not doing anything, and it just it just irritates me. You know when they get up and and want to talk about the slavery that we had in this nation back in the day, and we all know it was bad. We fought a war against it. We're the only country, to my knowledge, that did that. But here we have this human trafficking as number one in the United States of America. And if these ch- these young girls get pregnant. What do they do? Their pimps will take them and have them have an abortion. Yeah.
2: And the worst part of that is whether right now, whether the state is had trigger warnings and abortion is uh, is abolished in those states. the abortion pill kits, uh, they can be sent by mail to yes. any state in the country, including Missouri, of course. And hmm. they cost about one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, somewhere around that. And, and these young women, you could go on a website today, Beth and as could I, anybody in any the listener, and, uh, find a, an abortion pill kit and have it mailed to your home. And there's, you, there's really no, um, there's no, there's no federal regulation or government oversight of these pills. And they're coming from places like India. Would you want to get, you know, if you had high blood pressure, would you want your medication to come from India?
3: I'm not no. sure where that all comes from. Anyway, we found out in COVID our medicines come from China well, sure. mostly and other yeah. places. Sure. But, you sure. know, and and I think the point is your pharmaceutical business is making bucks off of this. Abortion is an industry and it's a money industry and it is not about women's rights and those. Those horrific, uh, and I know you saw them, but those horrific protests during that time of the Roe versus Wade and the Supreme Court leak and all this and that, they weren't a, they weren't talking about women's rights. I mean, some of the vulgarity in this one woman, she was dressed and she kept, she had her dress bloodied and was pulling dead babies out of her body. And it was like, you know, of dolls. Uh, And I'm just looking at this. This isn't, this isn't about women's rights. No, this is about murder. It, it, um, I, I, I want about, you to tell no, more about what Vite does because I think we all saw that and and it and it just broke our hearts. But tell us well, about
2: what you do. What Vite does is we research. We re, we do different kinds of research, and uh, we started with with right wing research, and just what you said a few minutes ago. Um, it's a consumer decision when a woman decides to have a baby. or I'm sorry, an abortion. I wish they'd all have babies. But it is an emotional consumer decision. And that was the very first research uh, study that we did back in the early 90s. And now, um, for the last couple of years, we've been doing quantitative and qualitative research. Uh, We have conducted a couple of different studies. One is called our National Women's Health Study, and it surveyed over six, we surveyed over 600 women. And it, and we did, we, and we found that, of course, um, 96% of all women who choose abortion have, have maternal influences on that decision. Mm -hmm. And other women who are their mother and other women in their circles. So we, we as pro-lifers, need to not just reach the woman who's pregnant. We need to reach and understand the women who are in their circle of influence.
3: And, also- and you do a fantastic job. And I know that your numbers, um, the numbers of lives you've saved, increases every year. And we thank you for that. I mean, where would we be without Vitae? Um, and I think we're learning more and more, you know, when they came out with this over 50 years ago, they, they, uh, they fooled a lot of people about it being about the life of the mother. Mm-hmm. And it's never really been about the life of the mother. It's always mm-hmm. been about the control. And, um, right. and it's, it's, uh, I've always wondered why they call it Planned Parenthood when they don't become parents. They just kill the babies. <laughs> right. But right. but words matter, and how they phrase things are what people perceive, and uh, so. But you've got a you've got a big thing coming up. You've got an event coming up on May second. Let's talk about that a little bit, real quick.
2: Yes, but, uh it will be held on Tuesday, May second, at the Stony Creek Hotel in Columbia, uh, off of Providence. There, and okay. we are featuring Abby Johnson, and Abby Johnson. Is a pro-life warrior. Her personal testimony is unsurpassed.
3: Oh my goodness, she was,
2: yes. Oh yeah. She was the director of the largest Planned Parenthood in the country in Houston, Texas. She was the director. And it was during a cannula abortion where the cannula is finding the baby and she saw the baby win from the cannula and that was a turning
3: point for us we're, we're headed into a break can you hang in with me so we can finish giving this report so people can sign up and get there because i'm behind the break so hang in with me stacy if Thank you will you. you're listening to csc talk radio this is beth ann we'll be right back
4: That's 800-613-8053. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, Our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average we get less than 12 minerals from the foods we eat. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement that can fill the gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-310-5252 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I M M U N O 150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888 You'll be glad you did.
3: And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in the final segment of today's show. I asked Stacey to stay on just a little longer because we really didn't get to promote the event that's coming up Tuesday, May 2nd. Um, it will be in Columbia, Missouri. And Abby Johnson, we had her on a few years ago, Stacy, She was in the abortion industry with Planned Parenthood. As you said, I'm going to let you explain that again. But when she had to assist with an abortion, everything changed. I want you to talk about that, Stacy. Yeah, Abby, um, she,
2: like I said, she was um, the director of the first, the largest Planned Parenthood in, in the country, in Houston, Texas. She fell into this kind of by accident. Um, she was on a college campus and was walking by and saw a booth and for Planned Parenthood, and she actually thought that she was helping women, and she had worked uh, for Planned Parenthood and was very successful and, you know, went up in the company, so to speak, and it was that day that she saw that abortion that was guided with a cannula and watched the baby wince that Mm. she had a change of heart, and she had already been a mother herself and seen ultrasounds, but God worked in her that day and so she became an outspoken advocate um and she 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 speaks throughout the country uh she's been uh, she's written a book called unplanned and she had a movie made about her story It's, it's fantastic it's phenomenal the thing about abby is i've heard her speak a number of times and she It's it's always different. You hear her story, but you always hear something a little bit more. And longing to hear more, actually. Longing to know more about abortion, what the industry is all about, and uh, just to support the pro-life cause even more.
3: And, And she will be speaking... At, in Columbia, Missouri on May 2nd. What time yes. in the evening is that? Will she be doing it's, a luncheon too or just the evening one?
2: Just the dinner. It's at okay. 7 o'clock. It starts at 7. It ends at 9. It's $100 a person. And that registration fee actually includes a tax-deductible donation. So that's a good thing. And yes. it is at the Stony Creek Hotel at 2601 South Providence Road. Um, and you can make reservations online by going to adsforlife.org. And again, that's ads, A D S F O R, life.org.
3: Adsforlife.org. And you can check into Vite's uh, website as well and see what else they have going on and help them there. Uh, they take donations there, too, right, Stacy? Oh, absolutely. We take donations anywhere. Um, I would say,
2: too, that for your listeners, and I know that they are far and wide, the research that we conduct, we do share with pregnancy centers throughout the country, um, and they just apply, if you will, and they can access all of our research and different wow. uh, marketing tactics that we use, and we recently launched. V 10 Research Institute that is open to the pro life movement and there is information in there to help pastors and other members of the clergy talk about the pro life issue.
3: So give that website. they're wonderful tools. Yeah, let's give that website.
2: Again, um it's ad for life, Life dot org and those those uh the VK Research Institute with the sermon guides and, and information for all pro-life movement people. And uh, the other website is called the VK Vault. And the VK, both of those are accessible through adsforlife.org. And again, that information is shared globally, actually. Anywhere you have a, an awesome. internet connection and you can apply, then you can access that information and we'd love to have more people be part
3: of it. Absolutely. And I encourage all those who are listening, I'm not going to be able to make it on May 2nd, but May 2nd Tuesday, that's next week, and uh, they always have a great dinner. It's always a great time. It's uh good people. It's just a wonderful time to uh get together there and to support life. They don't call themselves anti-abortion. They're pro-woman. No. a pro-woman is what we need because these women they're desperate and the left is taking advantage of them the industry is taking advantage of their their pain and it's time that we lift them up and gave them a helping hand and that's what Vite is about it's pro woman may 2nd and it'll be a great time with abby johnson you'll love listening to her and stacy i'm sure will speak too and uh just just support this people this is the least you can do to support life and uh Rudy handed me a note. He he looked this up real quickly, uh, Stacy. That we were talking about the abortion pill mm-hmm. since 2018, because people might think, well, the pill's okay, but since 2018, four million babies have been killed by the pill. Four million yes. babies.
2: And it's the obviously again, what's so evil about it is it can be mailed. Uh, it can be, ma- be mailed to your next door neighbor and her yes. parents may not even know it, that that's what she's receiving. It's just, it's so deceiving, it's so evil, and that's why we have to do our job even better than we're doing to reach these women, to let them know that they have options. There are other choices. This is not the path you want to take, and that's why I do encourage people, and if, if they're interested in coming, they want to contact us, please send us an email. This is an educational opportunity too yes so if if uh if you have listeners in the area and they want to contact us again, my name is stacy i'm the only stacy here so just send us <laughs> send us an email ask for me and I'd love to give more information and and uh maybe someone's interested in volunteering
3: okay vta foundation dot org or AdsForLife.org dot org so you can go to this meeting um meet abby johnson listen to her story and support let's get some babies in this world support the babies thank you stacy we are out of time i appreciate you so much beautiful woman thank you oh thank you god bless you thank you so much you know when we started the show i talked about the wars and one of the wars that i realize right now is the wars on women from the trans movement And the removing women from their sports. The denial from the Democrats on what's actually taking place. It's a war against women. It's a war against Christians. It's a war against our constitutional republic. It's a war against culture. It's a spiritual war. I don't know what your faith is. I don't hide mine. And I respect you for whatever. But we're in this together. If you believe in life. Support Vite Foundation. If you believe in life, get active in your community. I need to talk to Daniel. You know, and and Mindy and I were just saying it's time to have another Liberty Summit. Maybe we should hold a big Summit somewhere around here. I don't have the money to do it. Does anybody interested? We could have Daniel. We could have Vite. We could have everything that we want to support. We could have Mindy. We could have these people that that help you. With your land to fight against the 30 by 30 it's time that we work together ignore the media they don't care about you it's us that will bring America home, home.